This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Luana Rivera. Luana is a speaker and best-selling author. Her next book, Game of Phones, Build an Empire from Your Mobile, is scheduled to release this year. That will help you rise in power and influence online. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here. My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today? Wow, well, <laughs> it wasn't planned, that's for sure. I actually wanted to be a dancer. And from there, I went to dance college and that evolved into me becoming an actress. And from acting, I used to be an actor for horror movies. And from there, I opened an acting academy in the UK. And this is what first got me into business. Now this acting academy really took off in ways that I just, I wasn't expecting. I remember when I first opened, just saying, okay, I'm just gonna open a, a little a little class because there's nothing like this around and I feel like it's needed. I'm just gonna do a little class in the village. Anyway, <laughs> four venues later in the UK and you know, hundreds of students and we were flying and it was great. Now something I'd always wanted to do was to open an animal sanctuary and building this business it gave me the freedom to be able to do that and something happened in my personal life at the same time my marriage broke up and it was very heavily in the press so much so that I had journalists and producers turning up at my door um, we, we, it was everywhere, you know, the story was everywhere and it got really overwhelming. And so I ran off to Portugal to set up this animal sanctuary and I lived in a ditch for three months, which was an experience. Um, <laughs> we had no power, no internet, no, no nothing. But what that gave me was the tranquility to be able to focus on my book. And I got my first book written that went to bestseller and then all of a sudden my media appearances were well they were about my book and about business you know rather than being about my personal life and from there I set up coming from my book I set up a course called passion to freedom the same name as my book and I brought people through my book into my course and I, I didn't, I, do you know what? I didn't have a website. I didn't have a single landing page, no ads. I had nothing apart from this book and the media appearances. And this, you know, it did well and it ran for a year. But what I found while I was running this program, one of the modules was around books and media. And up until I had delivered that module, I thought everyone was already doing this media stuff anyway. 
I thought they all knew her. <laughs> I thought they already knew. I, I, it never occurred to me that people were in business and they weren't getting themselves into the media. I guess because of my acting background, it's just something that had always been for me. So when that penny dropped, you know, my, my coach said, look, why don't you go into media? And I remember thinking, but what, what? I, I was just, it, I, I was scared and it was exciting. And so of course I went for it and I haven't looked back. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I was actually, before you even mentioned that, going to ask you the transition from, you know, online media and kind of marketing from acting, because with acting, obviously, you have to play or cater to a specific audience. And the same thing with kind of marketing in terms of finding your target audience and presenting information and content to where they get value out of and what they actually need. Exactly. And I would not be here doing what I'm doing now. Acting brought out a massive transformation in me. Before I started acting, I was so shy that I just, I couldn't even talk to people, you know? I couldn't even look them in the eye. I just, I was so low on confidence and self-worth. I thought I wasn't good enough. I thought, you know, I thought I was destined for the scrap heap. Um, I just, I, I used to block everything out by, by just partying very, very hard. And it's acting that, I can't tell you how life-changing it was for me, but there's so much in acting that I've brought into other parts of my business as well. You know, like um, going into sales calls, going into interviews, uh, showing up on a live stream, all of this stuff I use acting techniques for. So it's been it's been amazing, really. And before you got into acting, you said you were kind of scared of that. Was it just kind of anxiety and fear? Or was it in terms of you kind of being, um, I don't know if you're an introvert or extrovert. It sounds like you're an extrovert based on, you know, your energy. But um, how did you kind of overcome that and get into acting? Well, <laughs> it wasn't a quick process. After I left dance college, I did a bit of dancing, but nothing serious. And then I just ended up partying for the next decade of my life and just blocking things out. But when I was in dance college, I, I started acting there, you know, just as part of the program. And I absolutely loved it. And it, I just, it kept calling me and I kept pushing it away because I was scared. I was scared of putting myself out there. I was scared. I thought I wasn't good enough. Um, and then when I did go for it, my first acting coach said to me, um, well, you just don't have it. We can't carry on. You just don't have it. You don't have what it takes. With no explanation as to what this mystical it was, she just said I didn't have it. But, um, you know, I kept going and three months later, I got my first paid role. But to answer your question, um, I got pregnant in the middle of all of this uh, blocking out and partying, um, I found myself pregnant after being told that I couldn't have kids, which is what I was really, really happy, of course. Um, and what it meant was that it forced me to stop my destructive habits. I was very, very much in victim mode. You know, everything at that point was everybody else's fault. My circumstances were everybody else's fault. And um, it, it forced me to stop all of that. And I remember coming online 
and I saw a post by an entrepreneur called uh, Kat Laterzo was her name at the time. She's changed it to Katrina Ruth now. And it just gave me this massive wake-up call. I felt like I was being shouted at, but it was exactly what I needed at the time. And I started following her and then I got, I started working with another coach and it, this, you know, this transformation just started happening from there because I was forced to stop partying. So, you know, it, it could have saved my life. Who knows? Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, oftentimes people have that kind of a fork in the road or a defining moment when they have to change because where their life takes them. And obviously it doesn't matter when you make that, as long as you realize that at some point of your life, if you're heading down a trajectory, you may not necessarily want to be on when you do make that change and focus and have something to kind of strive for in terms of success. It's always kind of the, the, the right option. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So what motivates you to succeed? <sighs> Do you know what? There's been many a time <laughs> along this journey that it's felt so hard. And I've thought, you know, I, I've wanted to give up. Things have happened and I've wanted to give up. And there's just this need in me like I, I can't not do what I do even if I get knocked back um, and there was an incident last year where um, I had some quite bad mental health problems um, and I just you know I didn't want to get out of bed and I was lacking motivation and everything was too much for me but even then I just have this need, like, I do what I do because I can't not. It's in me. I, I can't not. And it's hard to explain, but it's, I guess the, the drive is that I, I strive to set off the ripple effect. So if I can inspire somebody to allow themselves to get their voice heard and be seen and, you know, get their message out there. And they then inspire a few more people who inspire a few more people. All of a sudden, there's this rush of positive change in the world. So, you know, that that's what keeps me going. If ever I feel like it's getting too hard, I get out of my own head and I think about the people who who are out there, who have got these important messages and who maybe are too scared to express themselves or they think that they don't know enough or whatever else. You know, they're scared of judgment or criticism or simply they just don't know how to get themselves out there. So everything I've done, you know, even when it was in the acting industry, with the acting academy, it's always been to help people to be seen. This just takes it, the change that I've gone through is, is going from the acting industry into the business world. But what I'm doing is essentially the same, you know? I help people to find their voice, to express themselves and to be seen and heard. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's important for everyone to kind of share their story or have a platform to do so because oftentimes people don't think their story as is as important as others or they're scared to tell it but you know the mindset of there's a, maybe at least one person out there 
that either went through or is going through what you went through or are going through and you can make an impact in terms of a positive way in their life. I could not agree more. That's it. I always say to people, if there's one person, is it worth it? If one person tells you that they changed their life because of you, is it worth it? And the answer is always a yes. But yet so many people still hold themselves back from from actually doing it because they're so stuck in their own head. And sometimes, you know, sometimes people do need more knowledge. They do need more experience and that's okay. But it doesn't mean that they hide until they've reached this mystical level that they think they need to reach. It just means, you know, that they keep working and developing that skill. But everybody's got a story. But it's hard for us to think that... Um, that our story is interesting because we're living it. We live it day to day, so it's our normal. You know, like when people people say to me, "Oh, you've got you've got a crazy story," I'm like, "Have I?" Like, you know, I'm just living my life, <laughs> and it is hard to look from the outside and to to see that actually, you know, our life is pretty exciting. I agree. So what's one thing you may have seen as a weakness in yourself in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today? A weakness I've had in the past? I guess it would be... um, I'm struggling to think about how to put this into words. I don't want it to come across in the wrong way. But I'm a very compassionate person. I have a lot of empathy for people. And in the past, that it's got me into trouble because I've, I haven't had boundaries. I've been ripped off a lot. I've lost everything twice by getting involved with the wrong people in business. I've basically, you know, in the past, I have allowed myself to be walked all over. So I've seen those qualities in the past as being weaknesses because the story I told myself was that they led me to losing everything or it felt like I lost everything. But I see now that actually they are my strengths. The only thing that was missing was my boundaries. And it's taken a lot, you know, it's taken one experience after another for me to learn my lesson and I feel like I finally have now I've got very strong boundaries in place now but now I see that my compassion and my empathy is my superpower because I can see I can see people's greatness when they can't see it themselves and I can really empathize with people and help them you know I don't just help people to write books and to get into the media. I'm I'm all there for them in the background with whatever they need. And quite often, more than practical help, what they need is help to get past, you know, what's going on in their brain, these these brain monkeys that are are holding them back. And so, so, yeah, I would say compassion and empathy, even though they were never weaknesses, that's what I saw as a weakness that I now see as a strength. Yeah, I think uh, you're, you're exactly right in terms of kind of setting up those boundaries because if you can't say no and let kind of people walk all over you, eventually people are going to take advantage of that kind of 
good nature because you know my my natural inclination is to help people trust people and the same thing I've done business just, you know, on a handshake and just a verbal agreement that I've gotten screwed over and kind of learned from that. And that kind of puts some kind of like fear in a way in you to do it again, but still being able to kind of come at situations with trust, but still being um, kind of understanding that something may not be the way that it's being, I guess, positioned. And like you said, putting up kind of that boundary. So and, and, and being able to say no in situations as well, because when you're compassionate and you always want to help people, it's mm. really hard to say no. So learning yeah. to say no oftentimes when you reach a certain level in your life or a level of success in your business, saying no will help you achieve more and reach more people in that sense. Exactly, exactly. You know, just, I say anything that's a hell yes is a yes. Anything that's below that has to be a no now. And, you know, I have to think about the bigger picture and not worry about, you know, how that person might feel and not take responsibility for that. I agree. So what's one piece of advice you can leave with the audience, personal or professional? My advice would be, you know, to to really go for what it is that you want to achieve to really make that clear get specific on it and then to take action on that every single day and to do so from you know not not to follow what other people are doing but to bring yourself into it normally the thing that makes us stand out are the things that we may have hidden in the past we may have been shamed for them in the past you know the things that makes us uniquely us what i want to say is find that thing and then amplify it because that is you at the core of it and that's what's going to make you memorable and that's what's going to um, make your story count even if you've got a message that other people you know other people are also sharing they don't have your exact knowledge, your exact perception, your exact experience. And it's by tapping into you and who you are and accepting yourself fully. That's what allows you to bring, to be able to bring that element out and to make that message yours and to put your stamp on it rather than following the crowd. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's a more general, uh, uh, more genuine approach. So being honest and showing kind of your scars and bad and good in terms of what yeah. makes you a person, you become more authentic and regardless how you're positioning yourself in the limelight, you know, on podcasts, on live interviews, through other interviews or anywhere online, people can connect with that kind of realness and wrongness a little bit better than kind of a tailored response. Exactly. Do you know what? Nothing else will do anymore. There's so much noise online. There's so many people with amazing offers doing incredible things. Nothing less than, you know, being fully, I I think the term's overused, but I don't know how else to put it, but being fully authentic will work anymore, you know? You have to cut through the noise and it's only by finding your spark and things that make you unique that will cut it these days. Yeah, I agree. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? 
Yeah, easiest way is to head over to Facebook, Luana Ribeira. Shoot me over a message. I always, I always respond and I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. Amazing. Thank you so much. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.